hello and welcome to jasonnewland.com my name is Jason Newland and this is a let me bore you to sleep let me bore you to sleep I've been doing these for a few days this is the I don't know fifth or sixth one <sighs> and I actually do bore myself and as I told to you I could easily fall asleep and I might do so Just remember, remember to only ever watch or listen to any of my sessions when you can safely close your eyes. As <coughs> it seems a bit silly, really, to say that this sleep session may cause drowsiness. Yep. This bag of nuts may contain nuts. If you go to the if you go to the doctor or go to the pharmacy, chemist, whatever you want to call them, and you buy sleeping tablets, it will actually say there will be a warning on the box or the packet or the bottle whatever telling you that this product may cause drowsiness the sleeping pills anyway I'm just going to talk and theory behind this session is just that I'm gonna talk that's it you can close your eyes if you feel like it and don't worry about missing anything that I say because uh, it's not really worth listening to <laughs> to be fair it's just me talking blah 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 and Oh, I'm feeling so tired. Oh, feeling tired. You know that feeling where you're actually trying to stay awake, or actually that feeling in the morning. 
because it seems no matter how early I go to bed or how long I've been asleep when I wake up I just seem to always feel tired and I'll go to the toilet I suppose I could have missed that bit out but yeah I do a big long steamy wee and I'm still tired and I could very easily just lay down and go to sleep that's how I'm feeling at the moment I could very easily I should rename this to let me yawn you to sleep it's just that feeling of can't be bothered can't just don't want to do anything just want to lay down or sit back in the chair you know whatever your situation is and just allow nature to just be at one with the universe allowing the the powers of sleep mix deeply within every atom of your body and in that moment you're not actually trying to go to sleep you're not necessarily trying to stay awake either you just don't care Which is a can be a nice feeling to really not care, not in a negative way, just in a a completely can't be asked type of nothing matters. That at the moment nothing matters. And that gives you an opportunity to just relax into that feeling. This is more about, I guess, awareness or mindfulness being in touch with how you feel relaxed and calm sleepy maybe heavy 
Maybe your body feels heavy. I know mine does, but and I'm a bit overweight, so it always feels a bit heavy. <laughs> Although I have lost weight. Let me tell you about it. This is the uh, the boring part. When I tell you about my life, let me tell you about me losing weight. I thought purposely got. No, I actually am going to tell you. I wasn't joking now. I'm really going to tell you. I, uh, I didn't purposely go to lose weight. Or didn't, you know, it wasn't really my aim. I wanted to lose a few inches on my tummy, you know. Yeah, a few foot, <laughs> a few foot maybe. And, uh, over time over the last few months I've managed to slim down which is good that is pretty much the entirety of that story that was boring that was a really boring story Imagine being on a date with me. It's like a first date, and maybe you're excited. <laughs> I'm blowing my own trumpet here, but maybe you're so excited to get to spend time with me. Maybe you haven't been outside the house for 30 years, so spending time with me is pretty much swimming going swimming with piranhas would also be equally interesting compared to being stuck indoors for 30 years I don't know but jumping out of a plane without a parachute so maybe I'm in that category going to dinner with me anyway the you're getting all excited about having dinner with me and you're sitting at that table and I'll tell you that story that I just told you. I just watch this. Probably a few seconds into the story, your eyes glaze over. And I can actually see you struggling to keep your eyelids open I've seen this many times before especially with people who know that I'm interested in hypnosis know that I you know know some stuff I guess a little bit and there's this one particular person and he was a little bit nervous around me so I imagine he had his own perceptions of hypnosis and maybe he who 
knows what he thought was going to happen. Maybe he thought one minute he'd be talking to me, the next minute he'd be the other side of the world, missing a kidney. I mean, who knows? Laying in a bar full of ice. Hopefully, you know, I didn't think that. Because, you know, I, I used to see his eyes glaze over and he'd try and keep his eyes open. And this is during the day, you know, he was awake. But he really, I'd be talking to him and he'd very unusual situation really. And it's not that I was having long conversations with him. We had even short conversations and he'd glaze over. I've known people like that where they just talk and talk and talk and talk and just keep talking. And sometimes I sat there and I thought, when are you going to run out of words? When are you going to, when are you going to breathe? Are you going to have to eat at some point? What kind of bladder? Have you got a bladder of an elephant? Aren't you going to have to take a break to go to the toilet? No, keep talking on. And on and on and on and at the end of it I feel so drained so tired I need to sleep and this is a guess My guess is that that person that was talking on and on and on and on and on, that person left me and he or she was feeling wonderful. and full of energy and alert and all those things and I was just absolutely drained I've heard the term energy vampire being used never been a big fan of that term really because you know we all have different levels of <laughs> tolerance I was going to say actually for other humans 
and it depends on upon our cultures as well. See, this is very educational. It might be boring. But you know, you might learn something here. That was a big might. You probably won't learn anything. Because unfortunately, my facts are very, very mixed up with my made-ups. And I sometimes forget which is which. And I also very, very often forget to care which is which. Not in a, a sense of lying to people, because I don't, I'm not a liar, but if I say something that I'm not sure is true, I will say that. Because I've got this. very very rare condition it's, it's a rare, very very rare condition I'm going to say it now please don't, don't tell anyone because it's very strange a very strange human condition that you don't find very many places it's, there's, no, there's no cure I don't think so I just have to kind of live with it and, you know, I'm telling you this and it's in, this is in confidence. So if you are still awake, then I apologize for the very, very loud person that's just entered the garden. You can probably hear them. It's quite funny because if I shouldn't say anything, I'd believe it. But, um, <laughs> very loud, very loud. I wonder if loud people think loudly. Do you ever wonder that? I wonder if loud people actually shout in their own minds. Instead of like thinking, talking, they're shouting. Archie's actually in the kitchen. Anyway, back to my original. So, I'm doing quite good. I managed to, to keep a thread on this today. I've got this rare condition. This rare condition, okay, where I don't need, I don't know why this is, but I don't need to be right. I don't need to be right. So, if I'm having a conversation with someone, and they say something that I know is untrue, for example. It might be as simple as a, a factual thing, you know. It might be to do with 
boxing. I quite I watch boxing and the someone might say that a certain boxer was unbeaten, you know, a, a great boxer from the past. That person was unbeaten, and I, I know that they weren't. But I know because I watched the fights and and I have a memory, you know. And plus Wikipedia helps. But I don't feel the urge to get into a discussion about it. Or need to, you know, have an argument or any of that stuff. I just, I don't care enough for being right. I don't care enough about being right to actually put any effort into being right. It makes very little difference to me. what other people think when it comes to right and wrong you know being right and being wrong I'm not talking about morals here or the law of the land I'm just talking about that mental block that a lot of people have where they need to be right and even if they start a conversation out you know with somebody and they say something believing it to be right and the other person says something which reminds him or her about something that disproves their own belief and they realise that they're wrong some people continue to fight to be right even though they kind of know that they're wrong we need to be right need to be perceived to be right and I think during that process even though the evidence goes against this limiting belief that they may have doesn't seem to dent it or get in the way of it they cling to it cling to it like a like a small child that's just run out into the road you know you grab that child you grab your kid and you hold on to them and there's all kinds of emotions going on Will you cling to it like a goldfish when you're trying to change a goldfish's water and it's trying to wiggle and get out of your hand I'm not, I'm not comparing those two things I'm not comparing changing a goldfish bowl to a child that has a near miss in a road very different things
So I wonder how you're doing right now. Are you still with me? Because I noticed the other day, well, it was last night, but I can say the other day. Why did, why did I correct myself? You wouldn't know. I didn't need to tell you that. But it was last night. And I was watching a video on YouTube and I'm not even sure what it was for. So I watched this video and I felt like I was watching it for ages. It was really good and I thought I wonder how much longer left there is because I'm enjoying this. And I looked at the video and the video is only four and a half minutes long. And there was probably about a minute left. So three and a half minutes can seem like a long time. And there's this concept that time goes a lot quicker when you're having fun and a lot slower when you're not well not always I don't think it might just be that we want the time to to last longer you know on a weekend maybe a bank holiday weekend or if you got on holiday you might want the days to last longer because it's a holiday but I think it's a bit, uh, well, it's a bit greedy, really, isn't it? It's, it's one thing, you know, you might work hard and, you know, you deserve a holiday, that's brilliant, but I don't think working hard gives you the right to mess with the, the time continuum. You know, I think we should leave all that stuff alone. Start messing with that and what's next, you know? We'll be looking for cures for diseases and illnesses instead of going to war. Oh, controversial. So The idea is if you're waiting in a bank, time goes slowly, especially, I remember, that's another interesting story, I remember I was in a, in a building society, no it was a bank, no it was a bank, I haven't said the word building society for years, I've not even been had any association with a building society for 12 years ah, anyway I went to I was in the bank and there was a queue of people a few people in front of me progressively more behind 
and there was this one person who decided to have a conversation with the bank teller or the bank assistant or the cashier whatever title they may enjoy having staring at the clock and you know people say when you're waiting in the bank the time always goes slowly when you're in a queue well that's not even necessarily true not that I care and I won't have an argument about it but you think about it two different scenarios one like my scenario so I'm in a queue everything is exactly the same except two things one I'm in the queue and I need to get back to work and it's quarter to one in the afternoon I need to be back at work at one and I know that the journey is at least ten minutes you know the quickest I can get home back home I don't live there the quickest I can get back to work is in ten minutes and that's walking at a very very quick pace and I can't run because I'll end up all sweaty and also no jobs that important for me to run so I'm standing in the queue in the bank more and more people building up behind me this person in front talking and talking and talking and the cashier behind the glass of the bank her eyes were glazing over struggling to keep her eyelids open maybe and the person talking thinking about what else he's right about and how he can tell her about this and the two different scenarios everything else is the same so one is the one I just said I've got five minutes to be seen before I have to leave to get to work so I've got 15 minutes to be back at work Then there's another different scenario is I need to go to the toilet. I need a poo. 
feel like I'm going to give birth. It really, really doesn't feel good. And the nearest toilet is a good six minute walk away. Both those experiences will be different. Because as I'm waiting to go to work, the time will go quicker. It will go slow, but at the same time, looking at that clock, it will keep ticking. 11 minutes to, 10 minutes to, you know, I'll be going down nine minutes to eight minutes to, knowing that I've got less and less time. And that man is still at the cashier talking. And I get worried and I kind of give up when I hear him say this sentence. 60 years ago, and that was the beginning of that sentence and I know this I'm just not going to get back to work on time so the other situation so I'm standing there on one leg Try not to think of chocolate. Probably with a pain in my stomach. I'm very uncomfortable. Thinking to myself, where's the, not only where the closest toilet is, but where's the closest clothes shop where I could get some new pants and trousers if I need them. You know, being strategic, planning for all eventualities. And as I look at the clock, it will be as if time is going backwards. cashier counter of the bank I'll just be hearing him talking and hear him say those famous words during the think oh Uncle Albert hurry up and leave so that I can release this little alien from my body 
perception is such a such a strange thing I find it very interesting what a boring way what a boring way to say the word interesting I find it very interesting very excited about the prospect yes yeah I can't wait to get married yeah yeah happy birthday past there's been times when I felt so good that pretty much nothing would make a difference to that that's the whole of that story really that was it, it was only a sentence I think when I started that sentence, I was planning to say more, but I lost interest. Yeah, I can't in nearly fall asleep myself as I'm thinking about the beginning of that sentence. think of sounds, outside sounds, background sounds, neighbours sounds, when I'm asleep or going to bed or whatever, I think of those sounds like the trees, like the wind, it's just a bunch of sounds flowing around. probably bring this to an end I've told you lots of exciting stories and that's it I'll see you next time